Williams. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stopped him on the three. The high schools. Also's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome on in to another edition of the Full Court Press. Eric Franson here with you on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Also streaming on the 106.9 The Fan mobile app and 106.9thefan.com. Love to have you with us today and have you chime in as to what we're talking about on our text line, 435-339-0321. Chime in, let us know your thoughts. A couple big things to talk about today. Uh, Several reports don't seem to uh, have a favorable view of whether or not Quinn Snyder will return to be the next uh, or to be the head coach for the Utah Jazz next season. Uh, So we'll get into that. What are they saying and what uh, perhaps are they, uh, why isn't this coalescing just yet? Um, Interesting report from ESPN. Going through and ranking all quarterbacks uh, in college football, putting them into different tiers or different levels and groupings. And so where does Utah State sit on this list? And some of the other top-level uh, quarterbacks in the Mountain West, where, where do they sit? And uh, maybe some that are a little bit lower than that. Some, some schools with some real questions to try to deal with. And speaking of Aggie football, Uh, Some former Aggie football players involved in the NFL OTAs taking place this week. And uh, who is still on a roster after participating in the uh, rookie mini camps and the first OTAs that took place uh, a couple weeks ago? So who is still involved and still trying to uh, stay on with their respective teams? So we'll take a look at that. And uh, we didn't touch on this earlier this week, but there's kind of an old saying in baseball that – you don't really pay too close attention to the standings until after Memorial Day. And that's where we find ourselves now once we look at um, a couple of months into the regular season. Teams are pretty much who they are, uh, though there could still be some changes, obviously. Teams could catch fire and play a lot better. We saw that last year. But looking at how things are right now throughout Major League Baseball, what are your biggest surprises, both good and bad, with the season in its first couple of months underway. So those are some of the main topics today here on the Full Court Press. Love to hear from you on our text line, 435-339-0321. Getting us started. Do we have a co-host yet? Uh, No, not yet. Uh, Also adding, I want the Jazz to have the first female head coach, and they always get things with USU football upside down a lot at ESPN. Uh, I agree with your second point, absolutely, that um, they regularly and routinely uh, overlook the Utah State Aggies. And even after the year they had last year, you'd think they'd garner a little bit more respect, finishing in the top 25, winning the conference championship game, winning a bowl game against a Pac-12 team, Power 5 opponent, 
in a beautiful uh, stadium on national television. I mean, <laughs> I could keep going. But you'd, you'd think that they would give the Aggies a little more respect, uh, especially when you have the head coach coming back, the offensive coordinator coming back, the defensive coordinator coming back, the starting quarterback coming back, the starting running back coming back. I mean, I, again, I could go on. But uh, it's it's surprising that they don't. But where does Logan Bonner fit compared to some of his peers? Well, I'll, I'll get into that. Um, but as far as your other point, uh, wanting the Jazz to have the first female head coach, uh, that could be interesting. Uh, Becky Hammonds doing well in the WNBA, was just named the WNBA Coach of the Month. I believe it was for the Western Conference. And I thought that she would be the one to replace Greg Popovich. Um, but um, with some of the news going on right now, uh, that may be Quinn Snyder replacing Greg Popovich. So getting to this recent report on uh, ESPN, and I've seen this in some local media outlets as well, but multiple sources reporting that uh, Quinn Snyder and the Utah Jazz have not been able to come to an agreement. Uh, the Jazz are trying to put together a contract extension. It's not like his contract is over. Uh, his contract goes through the 23-24 season, so he still has two years on his deal. But the Jazz are trying to work out an extension with him because if you, you, if you don't have an extension, you're a lame duck coach, and a lame duck coach is not much of a coach. Uh, in the NBA. So they're trying to make sure they lock him up and make sure he has security, that they have security. But um, apparently these, the, the, the Jazz as an organization and Quinn Snyder personally uh, don't haven't been able to seem or haven't been able to agree on, on terms. And uh, so it's not really sure, you know, what, uh, what, what the sticking points are uh, and um, whether it's worth, hammering it out uh, so I, I guess this is the question before i get into some of these details this is the question that i would pose to you is it worth the jazz uh retaining quinn snyder or is it time to try something new let him walk and try something new uh he's been a successful coach with utah he is uh, the, the third longest tenured coach with a team um, among uh, active head coaches, trailing only Greg Popovich and Eric Spolstra. I guess he's tied with Steve Kerr. But, I mean, that's he's in some pretty elite company there. He's been with the Jazz for eight seasons, taking them to the playoffs six straight years. But it seems to be that he has a ceiling that he hasn't been able to break through, and that's the second round. How much of that is on him? How much of that is on his star players? And I think that's the big philosophical debate that many of us and many within the the Utah Jazz organization are having. I think Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert don't have as much leverage as perhaps they used to have within that organization because – the, the team has moved backward this year. Last year, best record in the NBA, best chance to do it, and they failed to do it and failed to make adjustments and do what was necessary uh, to be competitive. And even the year before that, had a had a strong lead uh, in their series over the uh, Denver Nuggets and let that slip away. 
So the last three years have been really disappointing exits for the Utah Jazz in the playoffs. How much of that is on Quinn? How much of that is on other external factors? And I think that's what they're trying to figure out. And if Quinn wants to try to figure it out, and uh, if the Utah Jazz want to change some things philosophically that he doesn't agree with. And I think that's kind of one of these these points that uh, this report from Adrian Wojnarowski and Tim McMahon are getting at, that uh, the, the, the talks are, are purportedly in good faith. It's not like it's been adversarial, um, but um, they haven't been able to find some resolution just yet. Uh, the Jazz have offered to extend his contract, but the, apparently, reportedly, the, the Jazz also would welcome him just simply returning on his current contract for next season. And so he's got two more years. It's not like he's on an expiring contract and totally a lame duck. But um, he's been a bit of a hot commodity. The Lakers uh, wanted him. But I think that uh, it wouldn't be any question that the day that Greg Popovich decides to hang it up, that one of the first people they're going to call is Quinn Snyder. But um, according to the report, conversations have largely been centered on philosophical issues and how the sides can work together moving forward with the franchise trying to make the next step in the Western Conference. So what would be those philosophical issues? Now, this is a coach who has a new owner, different from who hired him originally, a new general manager, and a new CEO. So there's a lot of changes within the last 12 to 36 months for Quinn Snyder and who he reports to and the, the culture that he's involved with now on those upper levels within the Utah Jazz organization. Um, and, and so what's their philosophy about moving the team forward versus his philosophy about how, what he feels he needs to do to continue, continue to have success and to win? And Look, because we've seen that He's had philosophical differences before with the organization. They will draft players that it's clear he's not really high on, that he refused to play, or when he does play, he pulls the trigger on him really fast. So I don't know that it's it, it, it's rosy both ways. I mean, but Justin Zanuck, who was the only person, uh, uh, well, I guess it's before Quinn did after his surgery, but uh, Justin Zanuck met with the media shortly after the playoff exit, and was very high on Quinn and uh, made it very clear that the Jazz wanted to keep Quinn as their head coach. And Quinn Snyder and his media availability was noncommittal and uh, made it very clear he's not talking about uh, or will not talk about his own personal contract issues and not play it out in the media, and I respect him for that. But I sure had a sense that this is a guy who has enjoyed his time in Utah, enjoys this team, and has enjoyed the uh, the relationships that he's had with with this new you know front office. So again, is it worth the Jazz trying to make this work with Quinn, or is it time to part ways and try something new? Um. For me, I think <laughs> I'm torn 
I don't know if if part of these philosophical issues are the the ownership and front office uh, and their you know who they think that they should build the team off of going forward and who should be the uh, the foundation of the franchise on the court and that may be very different than what Quinn says or what he believes but when the season ended when the playoffs were over. I said one of three players or one of these three people will not be back next year. Quinn Snyder, Rudy Gobert, or Donovan Mitchell. And after Zanuck and even after Quinn met with the media just a few weeks ago, I thought it's looking like Quinn's going to be back. So it's probably going to be Donovan or Rudy. But here we are today with this report that um, talks uh, haven't really gone anywhere and his future remains unclear. So it may be the most likely that it's Quinn Snyder who will not be back. But when you look at this team, and this is something we talked about the other day too, there have to be some really tough decisions that need to be made. There's This team, is, as it's currently constituted, has a ceiling. And it's the second round. And as an organization, you have to believe that you can shoot higher than that and achieve loftier goals. And as the roster is currently put together, its core hasn't proven good enough to get there. So significant changes need to happen for that reason, but also because it's going to be one of the most expensive rosters in the NBA next year. They would go deep into the luxury tax if they kept everybody together. And the other thing that's challenging, they don't have a lot of flexibility with the roster, so they've got to make some really tough decisions and may just have to to eat some stuff. Uh, and so as an organization, uh, Zanuck, Ainge, maybe even Ryan Smith, looking at what's going on, what they're seeing with the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics, and seeing what's working for those teams to to go deep into these playoffs and realizing – some changes that they need to make with that Utah Jazz roster, and Quinn may not be on the same page with them on how how to do that. So, I don't know. I, I, I like Quinn Snyder. I think he's a very knowledgeable coach, very cerebral coach. He's not a guy to play things out of the media. Uh, his players generally love love playing for him. And uh, uh, But we have seen this as a guy who has struggled to make adjustments in critical games, uh, the the Clippers series, and in the Dallas series, some coaches went to some pretty simple game plans, and Quinn Snyder just could not figure out a way to stop the bleeding, and eventually lost two series in which he should have been able to 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 get past and advance. So that's a possibility. Jazz fans could be a new era for the Utah Jazz next year. And maybe this is part of that uh, you know, th- that discussion we had last week about playoff purgatory, that uh, th- the Jazz need to do something significant to shake things up to get themselves in a better position to break through. And one of those may be a change of the head coach. I, I generally don't love seeing the, the coach be the fall guy, uh, as we often see, in, especially in professional sports that the, the star, that the team is more likely to stick with the star than the coach. Um, I, I generally don't like that. But I think that we've seen that Quinn Snyder 
has been struggling to get to break through, to get this team where it ultimately should be able to go. But also during this stretch of the last four or five years, it's been a, a pretty similar core of players. So is it time to shake up the core of players? So it goes. It comes down to who do you want to uh, stand next to when you're going to battle? Is it Quinn Snyder? Is it Rudy Gobert? Is it Donovan Mitchell? Is it all three? Or do you have to pick sides? Uh, I think this organization has to make those tough decisions and ultimately decide on who they're going to stand with and, and let one of those other two go. Uh, maybe you let two of the three go. I don't know. Uh, but it's not looking great for Quinn Snyder and his future on the sidelines for the Utah Jazz. And maybe he just sits out, right? You know, maybe, maybe he just lets things expire. Uh, he, um, he, he would and recover from hip surgery and uh, then be one of the most sought-after coaches and, and uh, kind of see what's out there and be more, more picky about where he wants to go and what situation with the players that are there, the ownership, the management, the location, and uh, be more selective. Because you, you know he would be a very sought-after coach uh, at a lot of different destinations if he were on the beach, so to speak, if he wasn't currently under contract with the team. So uh, interesting news today uh, reported from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and Tim McMahon about the future of uh, Quinn Snyder with the Utah Jazz. Not really looking that great. But, um, but look, he's, he's dealing with some new people with the ownership and with management that were not the same people who, who, when he first got here. And so, uh, yeah, philosophically, understanding the direction that they want to take the team and does he fit that same mold? Can he adapt and can they all accept what they want to do? Because uh, we haven't seen this team like make some of the, the – they've gotten some great draft steals and developed some, some players, a few, but they've missed on quite a few too. And drafted players that – just really don't fit what the Jazz needs are and, and uh, not been able to mold them or improve them into the type of players that can help the Jazz going forward. All right, coming up next here in the Full Court Press, we'll get into some college football, Utah State, Aggie football, uh, some ranking the quarterbacks throughout college football. Where does Logan Bonner file, or fall on that list? What tier, what level? Is he in compared to uh, in comparison to other quarterbacks throughout the Mountain West and some former Aggie football players trying to stay on some NFL rosters with the NFL OTAs underway this week and who's still alive, who's still on some rosters, who's trying to stick around for even longer and a couple of months into the Major League Baseball season now, who are some of the surprises or, or what are the some of the surprises, whether it's a player individually or some teams in a good way and maybe not so good way. I uh, would love to get your feedback on that. 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in. You lead a busy life. When do you have time to get your vehicle serviced? Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan can help. They're now open on Sundays to better serve you. If life is too hectic during the weekdays and Saturday is crazy like normal, go see them on Sunday. Get your oil changed and they'll also check other fluids and recharge your AC. Stay in your car while their trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Open seven days a week across from Angie's. 
Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30, or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10 is tasty and quick. Elements lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger. Casual or professional, open Monday through Thursday, 11.30 to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 11.30 to 9 p.m., Visit TheElementsRestaurant.com for reservations today. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At My Mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at My Mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? You've probably heard of the four C's of diamonds. We at S.E. Needham Jewelers are now proud to introduce the fifth C, confidence in your jeweler. When you come into S.E. Needham's, you'll be served by our educated and helpful sales consultants who will guide you through a comfortable diamond buying experience. We grade our diamonds with the highest standards of ethics. We invite you to come experience what it feels like to shop a store where you can have confidence in your jeweler. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Don't get caught without power to your home or business. This is Tyler with Golden Spike Electric. We offer Generac backup generators to keep your home or business warm, avoiding frozen pipes, loss of valuable food, or even a flooded basement. Golden Spike Electric is certified and factory trained, so you know it will be installed right and properly maintained. Contact Golden Spike Electric so you'll never be without power again. Online at gsegenerators.com. We also service other brands. Golden Spike Electric and Generac. Power you can count on. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Uh, beautiful day today, and it's going to be nice all week. And as that weather warms up, it can be brutal on your vehicle. Make sure you take it into Valvoline Instant Oil Change to get that synthetic and uh, Valvoline Max Life oil for your vehicle. Plus, it'll get you back out on the road fast, located at 695 North Main in Logan. Okay, so uh, you know, college football is still couple months away, but we're within that 100-day window. And so it's a great time to start looking ahead. We, we talked about the SP Plus last week, which is a, an indication of returning uh, production that an individual team might have. Uh, yesterday, I looked at the FPI, Football Power Index, uh, where, do, where do the Aggies rank there and some of the uh, – Things that make sense and some that don't. With that, when you look at the some of the standings and how much they, how many wins they projected for Utah State as a as a whole, and then when you look at the head to head, it doesn't add up because they had Utah State winning about six and a half games. But then when you look at the head to head, they have the Aggies on their schedule 
uh, they would win eight. So that doesn't really jive with me how that works. But whatever. It's their formula, not mine. But uh, I, I would tend to lean more towards the eight wins than, than the six, uh, just with everything coming back for this team. But when you look at Utah State in comparison with its peers and some of the things that they have going for them, certainly one thing is Logan Bonner, who uh, Utah State, we didn't know who the starting quarterback was going to be at the start of the year. Blake Anderson didn't know who the start, his starting quarterback was going to be. Even in the first game, it was a back-and-forth traded series until Logan Bonner started to make some things happen late in the fourth quarter at Washington State, leads the Aggies on a, on a comeback, they end up winning the game, and he's the starting quarterback. But uh, it was a battle between he and, uh, and Andrew Peasley. But he came on, made great plays. Uh, he, was, uh, uh, he was a dealer. He was a risk taker. And sometimes those risks didn't pay off, but more often than not, they did and uh, helped lead the team to an incredible and historic season for Utah State. So with him coming back, where does he stand compared to other quarterbacks throughout the Mountain West Conference? So uh, ESPN put together this uh, ranking of all quarterbacks at every school. And with recognition that there are some schools having quarterback battles. It's unsettled at this point who the starting quarterback is going to be. Thankfully, USU doesn't have that debate. But some schools in the Mountain West do. So according to their rankings and their system, who's the top-rated quarterback in the Mountain West coming to this next season? Is it Logan Bonner? No, it's not Logan Bonner. Uh, but it is somebody from the Mountain Division, uh, and to, that would be Boise State's Hank Bachmeyer. They put him in Tier 6. They had 25 different tiers, but Hank Bachmeyer was put in at Tier number 6, and this was called Just Stay Healthy with a f- couple other quarterbacks. Uh, and they said you know, the point with him is that he missed uh, uh, all or part of 10 games in 2019 and 2020. He played a full season last year. But, uh, and he had a good year last year, but all five of uh, Boise State's losses were by nine or fewer points, and uh, six of his eight interceptions came in those games. I think Bachmeyer is a, uh, I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. So I was honestly a little surprised to see him ranked as high as he was on this list. I think that speaks more to, just the Boise State brand, then uh, Hank Bachmeyer individually. Uh, the next highest-ranked quarterback in the Mountain West, still not Logan Bonner. The next highest-rated quarterback, according to this list, is uh, in tier number eight, which is best from outside the Power Five, and that's Fresno State's Jake Hayner. Uh, here's what they say about him. It says Hayner was one of eight quarterbacks to rack up more than 4,000 yards of offense last season, one of just two outside the Power Five. See, I would have put Bachmeyer or, or uh, Bachmeyer behind Hayner. I would have ranked Hayner ahead of of Bachmeyer as, uh, frankly, the the best returning quarterback in the Mountain West. He's probably going to be the odds-on favorite to be the uh, the the preseason conference offensive player of the year in uh, Jake Hayner. But then we get to Logan Bonner. This is tier 12, the best of the rest in group of five. 
and he's there with Air Force's Hazik Daniels. But with uh, Bonner, they just they identified him as one of just nine quarterbacks returning who had at least 36 touchdowns and 3,600 yards last year. Um, it starts to drop off from there. San Diego State's Braxton Burmester, uh, he's in Tier 15. Um, but then you've, you've got some quarterback battles like San Jose State. Uh, Chevin Cordero was a transfer from Hawaii. Uh, he's battling with Nick Nash. Uh, Hawaii's got a, a, a quarterback battle going on. Joey Yellen, Braden Shager, Cameron Cooper. Uh, Yellen is in his third stop. Third different college football program. Hasn't thrown a pass since November 2020 when he was at Pitt. Uh, we don't really know what's going on at Colorado State. Clay Millen is probably going to be the guy, but he's kind of unproven. Wyoming's got a battle with uh, Andrew Peasley and Evan Svoboda. And uh, in Tier 24, and that's Tier 23, by the way, Tier 24 is titled, See, We Told You It Could Be Worse. <laughs> this is where they have New Mexico's Miles Kendrick and Isaiah Chavez, UNLV's Cameron Friel, Nevada's Nate Cox and Shane Illingsworth. So some battles going on there. And then some players who transferred uh, and are in some new destinations but uh, aren't really doing anything just yet or haven't found a new spot. And that's Boise State transfer Jack Sears and UNLV transfer quarterback Justin Rogers. So I like Logan Bonner being uh, relatively high on this list. I think that he should be higher. Um, I, I don't. I think he should be ahead of uh, Hank Bachmeyer. Uh, I think he's more uh, effective. I think he's more apt to push the ball down the field and make plays. Uh, but he had some tremendous playmakers last year who helped him with that that made his passes look really good. And that's going to be the uh, onus on this year's wide receiver core for USU. How much of that can they continue to do? And we may learn how much of that was Logan Bonner making great plays. How much of that was Devin Tompkins, Derek Wright, Brandon Bowling making great plays? I, I, I think it's a little bit of both. But... Um, I'm excited to see the future uh, with Utah State with uh, another year in the system for Logan Botter and a more experienced offensive line in front of him as well, which would really help keep him off the grass, theoretically. And um, and just him learning more, if it's not there, just throw it away instead of trying to uh, you know, be the, the, the risk taker and try to force it into a spot that uh, isn't there. But uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you think when you see this list of quarterbacks in the Mountain West – how high would you rank Logan Bonner compared to his peers in the Mountain West? I think that there is, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty throughout the Mountain West in their quarterback uh, situation for a lot of colleges. Uh, I think that it really does come down to Boise State, Utah State, Fresno State is where the best quarterbacks are. Uh, San Diego State's uh, Braxton and Burmester, yeah, um, you know, could be, could be in there, but not really. Um, you know, a world beater necessarily make you too nervous. Uh, Chevin Cordero made some plays for Hawaii, but how well does he fit in at San Jose? So, uh, but I think in the end, though, it's uh, you know, it's it's going to be a race between Logan Bonner. Uh, Jake Hayner and, and uh, Hank Bachmeyer is to be the the top quarterback 
into Mountain West. It's a three-man race. Uh, I think the the nod probably goes to Hank. Uh, excuse me, to Jake, Jake Hayner at Fresno State uh, above the others. But um, I, I think that it could be setting up for a great season uh, for Logan Bonner. Now, some of the wide receivers that he threw to last year are not going to be back, as we mentioned previous. They're uh, trying to make an NFL roster somewhere. And there were several Aggies who signed undrafted free agents uh, uh, with some teams. There were others who were invited to the rookie mini camps. But uh, as it stands now with uh, NFL OTAs taking place this week and doing a scan of NFL rosters, right now only two guys remain who are trying to make an NFL roster. And that's Devin Tompkins with the Buccaneers and Derek Wright with the Carolina Panthers. And if I had to put money down, if I had to be a wagering uh, a guy on this as to who is more likely than the other to still be there after this week, I'd probably lean more to Derek Wright. Uh, just uh, there's pra- the, the, the Carolina Panthers organization is, is high on him. They were impressed with his work ethic, with his speed and his strength uh, in their previous minicamp. They liked uh, they, what they saw at his pro day and uh, considered to be one of the strongest wide receivers in this year's class. So he has impressed the Carolina Panthers so far. Hopefully he continued to do so uh, this week. With Devin Tompkins, uh, great that he's still there with uh, Tampa, but there are some other wide receivers there in Tampa that seem to have caught their eye. And uh, there's another, now I've lost his name, but he was uh, similarly smaller in stature to uh, Tompkins, but they were they seemed to be impressed with what he was able to do. And that is a deep wide receiver core in Tampa. And so it may be tough for Devin Tompkins to find a home there. But um, Carson Terrell, no longer on the roster for the Packers. Uh, Nick Henninger, no longer on the roster for the uh, Buccaneers. Uh, Savon Scarver, Brandon Bowling, not on the Bears roster anymore. And uh, Jalen Bannerman is no longer on the roster for the Giants when the, those were the players that were invited initially to participate and were trying to make a roster on the NFL, uh, on an NFL team. But um, hoping that Devin Tompkins and Derek Wright have a good week uh, this week and uh, opportunities to stay on and continue to compete at the, uh, with these NFL teams. If nothing else, to make a practice squad because you never know, a player could get hurt and you need to get called up and fill a role and fill a spot or get used in special teams. There could be some other opportunities to work their way onto an NFL roster. So best of luck to those guys. And uh, hopefully these others have chances to uh, continue to work on, on, on their skills, on their tape, and to stay connected and, and keep conversations going. And hopefully something else shakes loose because you never know. Somebody could get hurt, a contract dispute, and they need to find somebody else who's available who they uh, want to give a shot to. So best of luck to these former Utah State Aggie football players trying to make NFL rosters this week. All right, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, Major League Baseball. We're a couple of months into the regular season now. And so we can look at the season so far of these first couple of months. Um, how much can we really tell about how the rest of the season may unfold? 
Who were the surprises so far individually? And what about some of the teams when you look at the standings in a good way and some in a not-so-good way who's underperforming based on what their expectations were coming into the season? Love to get your thoughts on that. Uh, and if you want to weigh in on the Quinn Snyder contract discussion, uh, these uh, quarterback rankings or Major League Baseball standings, uh, feel free to do so on our text line, 435-339-0321. Happy Father's Day from Birch Creek Golf Course. For Dad this Father's Day, choose Birch Creek. Our 10 nine-hole punch passes are on sale, or get Dad a gift certificate that can be used for golf or golf lessons from our PGA teaching staff. Visit our virtual pro shop at birchcreekgolf.com for Dad this Father's Day and have your purchase mailed to you or Dad. So for Dad this Father's Day, I invite you to choose Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Are you a do-it-yourselfer? Have you been looking at that boring blah wall in your home for far too long? You need to check out the Speedy Mason Thin Brick System at Castellite in Logan. It's a simple system that anybody can do to make a blah wall into a beautiful focal point. Refresh your home with some very affordable options at Castellite for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at castellite.com. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Keep it on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. When you're withholding money from other billionaires, they might have a problem with this. If the reports turn out to be true, there should be, will be serious consequences for Daniel Snyder. And it feels like all these owners are like, hey, don't rat on me, because I'll rat on you. I got information on you. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. And the Mountain West Motor invites you and helping them drive change in our community. 
Each month, Mountain West Motor will select a local nonprofit or a cause to donate funds to so we can all drive change by helping those in need by visiting Mountain West Motor and exploring your next adventure with a newly customized truck or SUV. Visit mwmotor.com or stop by their new location at 615 North Main in Logan. Uh, Before we get into Major League Baseball, saw this earlier today on social media. Really, really cool to see this. But uh, Lance Beckert, former assistant coach at Utah State, who's uh, had a battle with the if his uh, internal organs had uh, a kidney transplant, the sur- surgery went well today. Apparently he sent out a picture, shared it on social media, giving a big thumbs up saying that the transplant went well. Uh, it was one of his good friends who just wanted to help out. Turned out he, he was a, a perfect match. Really, really cool story. And uh, Lance Beckert uh, reporting on social media today that this uh, transplant surgery went well and he's excited about, uh, the future um, with uh, <laughs> not having to do dialysis. Also today, uh, today is the last day for underclassmen to decide whether they want to stay available for the NBA draft or return to college. Now, we heard just the other day, Hunter Maldonado with the Wyoming Cowboys, he decided to return, making that Cowboy roster just totally stacked and really, really good because besides him coming back and all of his experience, they gained like three Pac-12 transfers and really only lost one guy. Now, he was a good three-point shooter, but most of their team was already coming back, so they're going to be really dangerous. But um, so far, it looks like um, Justin Bean is still staying in it pursuing an NBA dream, but another high-profile Mountain West player is uh, is deciding to stay in the NBA draft and to pursue an opportunity at the next level, and that's David Roddy uh, making it known that he is going to continue to still be available for the draft, uh, meaning that after today his eligibility expires and uh, if he doesn't get selected in the NBA draft, then he can pursue professional opportunities in some other league, whether it be the G League, uh, in Europe, in South America, Korea, Japan, wherever, uh, Australia. Just He'd have to go somewhere else, but he cannot go back to college. Uh, his eligibility will be done after stroke of midnight tonight. So, but he has declared he's he's leaving it all uh, doubt. There's uh, no question what he's going to be doing, and he's uh, declaring for the uh, NBA draft. So that Colorado seat team was really good, and um, uh, I think that there would be a big sigh of relief among a lot of Mountain West College coaching staffs and teams that he is not coming back. They have enough to, of uh, concern with Wyoming and, and their their roster, but they won't have to contend with David Roddy anymore because he's pursuing an NBA opportunity. And, and looking at the way the NBA is is going right now, David Roddy could be one of those guys that um, can defend in the low post but can also go outside and hit threes. Uh, big body. Um, you know, difficult to uh, to defend 
if he uses his uh, his weight the right way. Um, so I, I think there's a place for him in the NBA. Uh, if he gets in the right system, um, he, look at what um, was it Grant Williams is doing right now for Boston. Kind of a similar role. Uh, I, I think that David Roddy could fill. Uh, one of those you know six seven six eight guys um, that uh, six six that could be um, you know can defend on the perimeter, but also make it tough down in the low post because of his size and his strength. So news today in Mountain West basketball. All right, shifting to Major League Baseball. Uh, again, it's uh, it's kind of an old saying. When uh, you don't really pay that close attention to the standings in Major League Baseball until you get through Memorial Day. And here's where we are. Um, This is interesting from Elias Sports Bureau. According to their data, 58% of teams that were in sole possession of first place the morning of June 1st have gone on to win their division in the wild card era. So that's since 1995. 2020 was different, and you have to throw that out the window. But that's crazy. Like 58% of teams who were in sole possession of first place make uh, end up making uh, uh, end up winning their division in the wild card era. That's since 1995. So when you look at the Major League Baseball standings right now, who is in sole possession of their division in the American League? It's the New York Yankees. Five and a half games ahead of Toronto. The Minnesota Twins, five games ahead of the White Sox. The Houston Astros, five games ahead of the Angels. Got a running theme here in the American League. Uh, in the uh, National League, the Mets have an 11 game lead over the Braves. Milwaukee, up two and a half over St. Louis. And the Dodgers, three and a half ahead of San Diego. So, chance all of those teams will win their division uh, by the time it's all said and done. But uh, that, though, being kept in mind, what are some of the surprises so far? I mean, are any of those teams stand out to you in the season that they've had and put together so far? Uh, Other teams that uh, you would have expected more out of them at this point, and they're not performing at the level that we would have expected them to. And I think one of the biggest surprises for me has to be the Twins. Uh, Five games up on the Sox um, and uh, in their division, and uh, their run differential is is crazy. Um, They're doing really well right now. Uh, their, Their run differential is a plus 30, it's actually plus 34 as of right now, uh, today, and just uh, playing really good baseball. And it looked like you know, there was some, you know, the questionable move about um, uh, signing uh, Correa in the offseason. But um, you know, what they've been able to do with that and everybody else they had coming back, right, and, and making some of those big changes, um, not really big changes, but getting everybody else to start to play better. So Minnesota having a really solid season so far. But how about the the New York teams? The Yankees playing really well. They've got one of the strongest run differentials in all of baseball. 
at 79 and uh, playing solid uh, offense, good defense. Um, and uh, they're up 34 uh, wins to 15 losses. Um, and uh, there was some talk in the offseason. Aaron Boone really had it in him to, to keep this team together if they needed to tear it down and, and build it back up again. Some criticism when, with, uh, with Cashman. But looks like they've been able to do it. And they're playing pretty solid baseball. And that other team in New York, the Mets, playing really solid. They had a hot start, and they really haven't let up. They've won six in a row. Uh, they've got one of the biggest win streaks, current win streaks right now in all of baseball. And, uh, again, one of those solid baseball teams with a 77-run uh, differential in, uh, in what they've been able to do so far. But the team with the biggest run differential, that's the Los Angeles Dodgers. Just continue to play really, really solid baseball. Uh, 116 run difference between runs scored and runs allowed. Uh, so very, very solid offense for them. Uh, scoring more runs, just about more runs than anybody else. Uh, it's actually the, uh, the Mets have scored one more than the Dodgers. Difference is how few runs the Dodgers have allowed uh, in their uh, season so far. One of the bigger surprises for me is a disappointment. Uh, I think the Braves have to be there at four games under 500. Um, I, I think the the uh, certainly the Cubs for me are a big disappointment with where they're at nine games under. I uh, would expected them to be a little bit better with some of the changes that they made uh, in the offseason. But how about another positive uh, team and how they're performing so far, and I hope they're able to maintain it, is the Angels. We, we might actually see Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in the playoffs. And right now, they're four games over five hundred, but they're in the middle of a six-game losing streak, so they're, <laughs> they're slipping, and I hope they get that corrected. It's, it's good, really good for baseball to have the Angels playing well. And let's be honest, uh, the, the major market teams are pretty much all playing pretty good. Uh, even though the Cubs aren't that great, the White Sox are hanging in there, though they're a little bit disappointing compared to uh, you know some of the things that who they had coming back and that they're not quite meeting their expectations. But uh, it's, I think it's been a pretty solid baseball season so far. And uh, I hope that the Angels figure out their funk and get out of it because that's some exciting baseball there. And we've got the slap. You know, now, uh, Trout is being implicated because he's been a bad uh, manager of this uh, fantasy football league, and that could have led to <laughs> what's going on between Pham and Peterson. But um, anyway, it's kind of entertaining, some of these side stories. But uh uh, anyway, I think it's been an interesting baseball season so far. We'll see how it continues to go. We'll keep up to date as uh, we get a little bit closer to the All-Star break and really start to see the, the contenders get separated from the pretenders. Another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your, your thoughts and your feedback on uh, the surprises of the Major League Baseball season so far uh, for players or for teams and for the Utah Jazz. Quinn Snyder and the Utah Jazz haven't been able to get together on a contract extension just yet. Uh, are you more with the the Jazz as an organization or Quinn Snyder as the coach as to uh, who's 
Whose side are you on? 435-339-0321. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Just a couple tips for this summer for a healthier lawn. Raise your lawnmower blade a notch or two. Longer grass helps conserve water and fight against stress. Double check your sprinkler coverage and watering times. Then call the lawn doctor to put down a grub preventative and to try our popular new two-service soil enrichment program. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farm or business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Did you know you could save money on your custom luxury kitchen appliances with Thermador's one-two-free program? It's true, but it gets better when you can double dip and get builder pricing through Daryl's Appliance. The best part? It's all under one roof at Daryl's. Our service department backs every sale. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. In beautiful downtown Benson. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. And Napa Auto Parts, they've got the items that you're looking for and the parts you need, use and rely on every day. They've got those five stores to find them, find those parts, even some of those ones that can be hard to find. But they've got five locally owned stores that aren't hard to find between Preston and Providence. That's Napa Auto Parts. Uh, well, again, baseball, I think it's been fun. Uh, I think that uh, there's some talented teams that have been a little slow to get out of the gates. White Sox would be one of those. I think Boston could still come alive a little bit. They're, they're not that far out of being relevant um, Tampa is a little behind, I think, from where they would we would expect them to be. But uh, there's been some good surprises and some disappointments. Certainly Detroit's been bad. Uh, Cincinnati's been terrible. Hopefully some of these teams get some things figured out. Arizona could be. And when we approach that trade deadline, who gets aggressive to try to make a push and who just starts to unload? <laughs> so 
Uh, we'll see. Uh, tomorrow, we'll break down more of what's going on in the NBA Finals. Game one between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. Uh, this will be the first time the top three postseason scorers on each NBA Finals team debuted with their respective teams other- since the Jazz and Bulls. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The new Saudi Golf League has been a major talking point in the world of golf. The league is offering the world's top golfers a massive payday. PGA Tour doesn't have any interest in sharing this spotlight. Yesterday, the new league officially released the first 42 confirmed entrants. The PGA Tour has been very clear about how it feels about their athletes competing in the league. It's been long rumored the tours threaten lifetime bans to those who decide to participate in the new league. But that didn't stop Dustin Johnson. The two-time major champ will headline the Live Golf Invitational on June 9th. Johnson could face a strict penalty for the tour, but his commitment to the Saudi league is proof that money talks. It's impossible for us to know what the future holds for the new league, but with so much conflict surrounding the committed players, the PGA and the new league, it will be interesting to see what actions the PGA actually decides to take. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.